0: This is Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, welcome back to uh, Bigger Than The Score on ninety three seven The Ticket. It's uh, great to be back. This is Peter Ferguson with Peter Ferguson, BHS, LLC, and Lincoln Public Schools. And I'm um, actually in studio today. I think last last week I got caught up in Georgia a little bit, so it's great to be back here with Harrison. How you doing? Not too bad.
1: Yeah, and uh, last week you were streaming in from Georgia, but luckily we had Phil step in yeah. here. Uh, Phil was great. Good talking to him. And uh, it's been a busy week, man. 48 games, (laughs) done, we're we're finished. Nick Sainert can uh, finally rest his vocal cords for a bit. I felt bad for him because I think it was the Class B game, and you could start to hear his voice was just – it was killing him. It was like
0: he was going through puberty right there. (laughs) just starting to crack. (laughs) Yeah, it was
1: tough. But, again, shout-out to those guys. And then, obviously, Carter Longi and Josh, too, calling those games. Yeah. Man, that's a brutal job when you're calling that many in a row. And then you have have those guys and just the entire ticket crew um, to be able to show all those games and all the sponsors that made it possible because, you know, it's it's hard to get 48 games, and there's not a lot of people that can do that because it's just you need a staff that's willing to just commit a ton of hours into it so again um it was awesome and i know you went to georgia we'll talk about that a little bit as well but um yeah it's been a minute but it's good to see you pete and uh, we got a full show ahead again going all the way up until nine o'clock you can join the conversation on the starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685 and if you want to put a face to the voice we are streaming on facebook youtube twitch and twitter
0: yeah, you know, and, and I think, like I said before, you talked about just that the, the providing a platform, mm-hmm. you know, just for excellence. And so it was great to hear some of the interviews. And again, I got to say, you know, uh, congrats to Eastrick. You know, <laughs> Bellevue West took the title. I didn't know if you were going to be able to keep him in the seats. I know the week before you talked about AD jumping up and down with the Lincoln High run, and um, they said he was like the mayor of Lincoln High for for those for those games <laughs> to that run. So um, again, congrats to Strick. I got to play against him in high school, and um, I'll just say. You know, uh, just a phenomenal uh, representative, not just of Bellevue West, but just of the state, and um, of doing that. So I got to give some personal shouts out to him, and um, just a whole run for all mm-hmm. those teams. Uh, just to see, you know, like I said, it kind of wraps up the winter, you know, session of you know high school sports in the state, and you're seeing across. You know, I was in Georgia, you know, I saw Illinois, and mm-hmm. and you're starting to see all those finals come to fruition, and uh, ready to make that transition to to spring sports. So congratulations to all the states championship winners um, also to the staff at NSAA for just the work they've done um, and then just again you know sometimes the people you don't get to see you know you think about the parents you think about the student managers um, you think about the trainers you know all those individuals basketball you know that winter sp- season that's a long season. Um, and so there's a lot of people that go into the work for that. And so, um, just congratulations to them. And I hope everybody who got the opportunity, even to participate in the season, just took it takes a moment and just kind of reflects and enjoys it.
1: Yeah. And it's, uh, like you said, it's the winter sports going to be brutal. Cause you're, you, a lot of times, I know for me, every season winter break comes, <laughs> you got a tournament you're not just yeah. hanging out. And like you said, same thing for the student managers, like everyone's got to go and there's definitely days over holidays where you're still in season yeah. and you got to play and If you're making it all the way to the run and you're in the championship game, I mean, man, that's a long season. And like you said, recovery time. Um, If you got any spring sports planned, I mean, that is a quick turnaround if you make it that far into state. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, And, of course, i got to shout out Cedar Catholic again. Uh, Boys and (laughs) girls both made it to the semifinals. Unfortunately, um, the boys would lose to the – champion freeman yeah. um and the girls i'd have to i can't remember who the girls lost to but i think they lost to uh the two or one seed as well but either way um just a really great group overall i mean I, they pretty much made it a, somewhat of a deep run than seems like all these sports recently so again um they're taking off I, i'm curious to see you know i gotta look how they did in the fine arts category i know uh, the public school across the street always dominated that area <laughs> so Interesting Steve but (laughs) You can't have it all now. (laughs) Yeah, no, but shout out CC again. Um, Just an awesome run, and it's going to be curious to see. Uh, We're going to have some athletes talk as well in the future. But, yeah, that recovery time, it's such a quick turnaround. And uh, I know we have some guests on here that talk about that, and it's it's a lot for some of these high school kids just to keep next sport, keep going, like you just got to you know flip the switch so we will get to hear some stories as well but uh, you know we got a little bit of time here yet uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to get in before we lay out this show here
0: yeah no again I want to thank Phil for just coming in last week and um, kind of being the on-site person um, he was you know phenomenal and known uh, Phil for a while and so just the energy that he showed and, and just kind of the sincerity um, mm-hmm. was great and then you had Micah um, with a tremendous just life story not just a story but it's just a continual life journey that he's doing and so just to hear the, you know, the resilience, but just, um, just kind of the joy that he had Mm -hmm. of being who he is um, was great. And just to hear kind of the stories of how he got to be on the football team, um, that it rained that day on a tryouts, and so he came in and kicked. Um, Then I'm thinking about, you know, Sherry, his mom, and how she has been such an advocate, um, not only for him but for others. And so that was was great to tune in and listen to. Um, Got the opportunity to travel a little bit, so um, an annual conference I get to go to and um, that I, I get to be a future presenter at. And so it's the National Youth and Resilience. Mm -hmm. advocacy and resiliency conference in savannah georgia and um, i know i got to be a a a tourism guru for the city of lincoln and advocate but i'm going to tell you if you i don't know if you've ever been to savannah no, never been. You know, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, a lot of history, but just a really, a lot like Lincoln in a lot of ways, um, but it's just a really beautiful place, you know, right on the river or, you know, and you've got um, some different things you can do, but um, just the history, history, the richness, I think everybody says the Forrest Gump, but um, actually found the church. It was the first their first church where Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King gave his I Have a Dream speech. Oh, is, that's where that took there, place? Is there, the first church where he actually gave the speech. Um, people think it's the mall in Washington. So ended up visiting there. The first actual sit-in um, at a Woolsworth happened in Savannah, Georgia. So, you know, those kind of things, you know, really took him in. Um, got to stop in Atlanta, um, see Emma Koff, who was a Georgia Tech, uh, a former Gatorade Player of the Year uh, for Lincoln Southwest in 2019. So ended up surprising her and got to see her play um, a little bit. Unfortunately, she was out, but got to see her mm-hmm. team. And um, then headed over to Florida. Um, and got to visit a little bit so you know my daughter's looking at some grad programs and um, is in the portal and so we're kind of going through that (laughs) process and so um, really got to be a really some week with family a little bit Um, a little disappointed I saw this morning we flew into Kansas City yesterday Mm -hmm. and missed Shaq Shaq opened up a burger joint in the KC airport. Oh, no. And kidding? he was actually there. Yeah. And so I was like, I looked at my thing this morning. I'm like, man, I shot my daughter a note. I'm like, we just missed Shaq. How far off did you miss him by? You know what? Probably about eight hours. Okay. Eight hours. So enough that I was still a little bitter about it. <laughs> yeah. And he bought 200 burgers from his new joint oh, for everybody. God. So you got to look at the pictures because the mayor is like four or five. <laughs> and here's Shaq with this, like, uh, can't you know, this gray old Negro League jersey walking through the airport. <laughs> you see this kid on the side just looking like.
1: <laughs> I'd do that too, man. Just oh.
0: seeing – I mean, I've I've
1: luckily um, gotten to see him in an NBA game once. Okay. And I'm in the nosebleeds. And I can see him down on the floor. And I'm like, he still looks like a giant from all the way up here. <laughs> it's oh. like from that far away, you can he's just just an absolute
0: massive man. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the pitcher doesn't do it justice. And then, like, there's all these tweets like – um, Kansas City, your mayor is small. <laughs> and so it was just absolutely hilarious. So, some really cool, you know, cool travels. Got mm-hmm. to see some different things on um, some different institutions. But, same thing, they were kind of winding up their athletic seasons. And so, you're seeing like the D2, you know, having their basketball playoffs tonight. Um, I know people are cheering for the Oscars, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's the, the, you know, the unveiling show for the brackets for the final 64 or 64 plus now. Yeah, for do you count NCAA. the N- N-
1: N- NIT, is that you, you say like you made it to March Madness?
0: You know what? I do. If you go to postseason, if you go to postseason play, you go to postseason play. Okay, I'm the I same mean, opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 just as great. I know a lot of people like, oh, you didn't make the – you know, you went to postseason play, mm-hmm. and that's unique in itself. I think about the young man at Detroit, Mercy, I think it is, and I can't remember his name. Like he's like three points away from the all-time leading scorer in college over Pete Maravich and they lost in the fin- or semifinals, three points away. And so they're like, does he get to go? Will he get to go to the NIT or mm-hmm. whatever? I mean, for that cat, like, I don't think he cares. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're three points away. And so, you know, I think just give it, give that team the opportunity. I think their record's like 16, 14, something like that, to go. I don't think he's going to care if it's NCAA or, or not.
1: Yeah, and that's why I always add that NIT is like, for me it definitely counts because, especially when you're, I mean, 64 teams. Yeah. When you get to those last four, you're splitting hairs. So it's exactly. like, you know, you, those that are there because there's so many teams at the end there that all kind of deserve to have a say in spots. Right. So if you're in the NIT, it's like, I mean, there's so many teams that are in contention. So even just making that alone is like, okay, they're good enough. Um, they definitely belong in the tournament. But no, it sounds like you had a great trip. Um, especially cool that you had to go see that first church where Martin Luther King was at. It's, it's yeah. kind of cool to stand in those places. Um, we're like generational greats, not, not even just general. I mean, that's a century great, right there. Well, it there. wasn't
0: that long ago either. Yeah. And I mean, you think about it. Like you're seeing these physical structures, and and like I said, the Woolsworth now is a subway, but they have the the markings on the you know on the ground, and so you're like, man, you're looking at pictures, and you're like, this is actually where this kind of stuff happened. And so you know, we talk about bigger than the score, and I mean, those are individuals who didn't get the opportunity to play athletics. Mm-hmm. I think you know, as we transition, you know, we've got individuals in here. You know, I, I think about, gee, he's going. I'll go by Gatnor, but I'm all, you know, make sure I get his full name. But you I mean, I just you think as an African American athlete, you know, sitting in that space, you're like, man, the, you know, as 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds, this is what we were doing, not talking about postseason basketball, <laughs> you know, for individuals because yeah. we didn't have that opportunity. I think Libby here, who's gonna be talking about wrestling, you think even from a female side of things, those opportunities weren't presented. <laughs> for females. And what role did they have? And so there's a picture that I have that's one of my my favorite pictures of all time because I finally got to know the story is that you have these individuals at this lunch counter mm-hmm. sitting, <laughs> you know, and there's white females there right beside them. And so the role that they had in the advocacy that they had for individuals was huge. And so I'm excited about the, the individuals that we have here. But just the opportunity when you go somewhere, think about it's bigger than that win or loss. People held up trophies this weekend. We've talked about pictures on Facebook and season didn't end the way we won. My kid didn't play the way I hope they would have. You know, at the end of the day, man, 50 years ago. That, <laughs> that was all for not. Mm-hmm. Um, it really was. And so take in each and every one of those moments today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it's like, you know, it's, it's so rare to win it all. Yeah. How many times you ask someone about, you know, their last high school game, it's usually not, oh, I came out with championship ring. It's mm-hmm. most of the time, mm-hmm. fell short. Sometimes didn't even make post-season play. Like it's very rare. So any opportunity you have just to play the sport in high school alone is just an opportunity in itself. So Again, if, especially if your parents or even just student athletes, like just try not to get so hung up on the win and loss because it's so rare. Um, there's very few teams that can win four in a row. I think uh I think the class B Brit Prince I think she did she have four, she's four got in row in one a row. More, she's
0: got one more year and then I think about like when I was playing Wahoo, Wahoo was uh-huh. one of those teams that like was running rough shot through people. I mean <laughs> it, it was that was insane. You got Tolene and the Wylands and I mean, just – I mean, I don't know what they were doing down there. <laughs> they, had N- they had NIL before NIL. That was like 1991. So, <laughs> um, But, but yeah, so, it, you know, again, at the end of the day, bigger than the score. Um, you're on 93-7, the ticket, and I um, really appreciate the opportunity to have that platform to be able to showcase um, these scholar athletes.
1: Yeah, and we're going to have some stories from them ahead here as we get ready for break. Um, again, last week we had Micah great story you can catch the podcast on ticketfm.com. um just a just a guy that makes no excuses just talking to him if uh, you missed it um he, he only has one arm and uh he was pretty much never made any excuses about it he played every sport he could his uh Mom Sherry adopted him, uh, and he just never made any excuses. He had such a great humor about it. So, again, oh, wow. it, it's great to hear these stories. We're going to have more up ahead going all the way up until 9 o'clock. So if you want to join the conversation, 402-464-5685 on the starter hammond text line. We'll throw it to break here, but we'll be back with some uh, scholars, and we'll hear some stories uh, from them and Pete as well. So stay tuned in. This is Bigger Than the Score on 93.7 Ticket, TicketFM.com. We'll be back right after this break.